0: So now's the time we get to talk about something new, which we haven't gotten to do in, I feel
1: like, a very long time, Oh, my ever. God. <clears throat> I don't think we... Have we ever talked about, like, a new, new show? Like, not yes. new to us, but, like, new, new. I don't think we have. I don't think so. Uh, I'm so excited. Um. Oh. So we're going to be talking about... Fire Country that just yeah. premiered on Friday night, and we're recording this on Sunday, so uh-huh. it hasn't been that long, no. and we are still buzzing. Uh-huh. It was so great. um
0: Can I also just say it feel it filled a very nice void after Wednesday? Yes, and that um, totally. And I still am cracking up over the tweet. <clears throat> I can't. I. I I don't know who sent the tweet I think you did from somebody on Twitter I don't know the username of it but like the ex-girlies really showed up
1: oh yeah the ex-Chicago Fire girlies yeah. really showed up because yeah. it's the most watched series premiere this fall uh-huh. and so like I was looking at the quote tweets on that uh-huh. article and one of them was the ex-Chicago Fire girlies really showed up exactly I mean not but wrong it's, it's so true they accidentally picked a really good day to premiere because like we're all still just like burned by chicago fire so we're like give us another firefighter show (laughs) and i honestly i'm i'm right there i was Mm -hmm. ready Mm -hmm. um and i i i had things that i wanted this show to do and it more than did all Mm -hmm. of them Mm um i'm i was so excited to watch it even before Wednesday, I was I was pumped mm-hmm. um, because it's a new show. We get a fresh start with characters we haven't met yet that we don't know a whole lot about. It's like a whole new journey. Um, and it looked like it was going to be a firefighter show, but different. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what it turned out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. the cast is really good. Like, this is a great cast. Like, it's um, a stacked cast. Like, it's stacked. not just- It's not
0: just like new people that you wouldn't have seen before, which even those shows with nobody you've seen as actors before still deserve time to shine. Mm -hmm. And like, they still deserve a chance at getting on a network for full time, which even still hopefully that happens for Fire Country as well. But it means something. I always take it as like a grain of, like with at least a thought that if the network
1: puts that much good actors on a cast, like there's some hope there already. Yeah, I I mean, I think that is what it meant, especially because they built it around max terriot so like Uh i i mean it was deliberately built around him because this is like based on his hometown Uh um which is an interesting um like interest i've never heard of a tv show starring an actor that's like by the way i base this on my hometown and he's like really super involved with it Uh and it it to me just feels like a very unique situation and because he's so passionate about the show and Uh what it's based on it really comes across Uh in like every aspect and I feel like when you've got that situation that would also draw Uh really strong dedicated other actors Uh to the show and I feel like that's what's happened here because Uh I so we've started following the actors on social Uh media and they all seem just as dedicated to the show as he is Uh very passionate about it Uh um And they seem like they get along really well, which is Uh so nice to see. Um, Yeah, so I I feel like, hopefully, this show is going to have a long life. Uh And we're in for a hell of a journey with all of these characters. And I already love them and want to protect them with my Uh entire being. Uh Um, So just so excited and the like I live tweeted from my account and Kim live tweeted from the Uh ladies night account Uh and that was such a fun experience because Uh like the Uh actors were there with us um Uh and the like the social media team for fire country was right there with us and Uh it was such a great experience and um I don't know we've had some small interactions with the cast members on social media and they've all Uh been very kind and gracious and excited Uh it's just a good feeling Uh you know it's Uh it's just feels good Uh um So I'm very excited. We're going to start talking about this like every week. Like this Uh is going to be the show that we cover now. Uh Um, So this is sort of like a period of transition for us as well. (laughs) Uh Um, So just keep that in mind. So the next time you hear from us, the episode will be about probably episodes two and three
2: Uh
1: of Fire Country. Uh Um, So this is what we're going to be covering now going Uh forward. Um, So I was thinking earlier today, because I had to rewatch the episode and I made us an outline so we could keep up with it. Uh-huh. The, the tavern or the, the bar on this show is Smokey's Tavern. And it's apparently according to the references in the episode owned by a woman named Maya. I don't uh-huh. think we ever saw her, but there were a couple of times where they were like, Hey, Maya needs me to do this or you, or we need Maya to do this. Uh-huh. Um, so if we're our, our send offs, we might have to start talking about Maya now instead oh. of Herman. <laughs> pretend we're at Smokey's tavern i don't Uh know we'll think about that Uh um it's a possibility Uh because they do have a bar on this show Uh um and i did some also very nerd like research because the show never explicitly says what anybody's roles are Uh Uh so i wanted to like except for manny's they make sure to tell us who manny is Uh um, as far as like his rank or whatever um so i i went back and looked at the collar brass (laughs) just to make sure I understood yeah. the hierarchy yeah um anyway I spent a very dorky like 48 hours for me because uh you know I like to know the details uh-huh. um uh-huh. anyway but we're gonna start we're gonna dig into this episode it was uh-huh. a very good premiere uh-huh. super strong pilot um, and you know, our friend Lizzie at fangirl, she actually told me, she was like, I've seen it and it's my favorite new pilot of the year. Uh-huh. And I was like, really? She was like, yeah, I was not expecting it, but it was really good. Um, and so I checked in with her after, and then I told her, I was like, oh my gosh, I love the show. I'm going to keep watching this show. It's so good. And she was like, I just saw episode two and episode two is just as good. And I was uh-huh. like, oh she gave me no information I have no information she yeah. just said that she saw it and it was just as good as the first episode good. so I think we're we're in for like this is going to be a good show to be invested in good. I have a good feeling about it and the showrunner is a woman uh-huh. who like quote tweeted one of my tweets like very early on in the night so that was cool uh-huh. um well and um, it just, yeah. as we said this doesn't feel like a
0: copy and paste like once again I give other networks credit for at least trying it but some of those other networks, they've just copy and pasted some of the formats of, you know, oh, it's being a firefighter show. And then we're also going to do a paramedic show. And, and yep. then we're going to do a doctor show and other things. I'm like, try something maybe a little bit different. It doesn't have to be a carbon copy. Like, just mm-hmm. give it your own thing. Like, I get it. You see a format that works, you want to go for it. But make it your own thing. And with Fire Country, it's its own thing. This isn't CBS just, you know, kind of being like, oh, we're going to start the show at a hospital and then branch out to firefighters and then branch out to cops. It's like, no, this is its own thing right now, which I give them so much credit for trying.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, I there were some of the tweets that we saw when we were live tweeting it was really interesting because people were like, "Oh, I didn't know this was a part of the fire service. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that firefighters did this." You know, it was like different angles of something that people mm-hmm. are already kind of familiar with, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. nice. I also like that it is set in a small town.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um basically what we said was that it took Chicago Fire and did like the opposite in all the details, but still kept the tight knit. Mm-hmm character group that you Uh love so it is its own thing I mean Uh it's like you know you start out with a a character who is not a perfect man Uh but a good man Uh Um, you know you start out with a small town you start out with forest fires you there's just like things that are different that make you appreciate the thought that went into those Uh decisions Uh you know um and so yeah i'm i'm very excited it feels like a it's very refreshing type Uh of firefighter show it's like a breath Uh of fresh air Uh because it is so different um and there were a lot of people that were kind of giving it a little bit of guff because hollywood reporter posted their review and let me tell you something i don't know what they expected from a freshman drama that only has two episodes out for people to review but like they expected way too much um also some people
0: crack up though that that you I think you shared the tweet and it's that nobody had responded within like 24 hours so it's like what does that tell you if nobody else comments really on it yeah it's just like "Mm."
1: there were like a few other quote tweets and like maybe like five there were maybe Mm -hmm. like four other quote tweets and like a couple of people who had replied and all they basically said was another firefighter show don't we have some of these already and it was obviously people who didn't watch the show Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's not just another firefighter show no um it's very different um and i really wanted to go so much further in defending it than i did but i i held myself back with just the you expected way too much from two 45 minute episodes my friends um, like, they were talking about how they wanted, like, psychoanalysis of, like, the motivations behind firefighters and the reasons how let's, it affects their relationships. And I'm like, it's two episodes. Give them a minute. Let's learn their names first and right? then we'll get into it. Like, let's just see who these people are on the surface yeah. level before we dig into, like, yeah. their psychoanalyzing them. I mean, come yeah. on. Um, yeah, that was a very weird review to me for their on their part. But whatever. Uh-huh. Everybody else loves it. So that's fine. Uh, it's i mean it's gotten some really great
0: feedback Mm -hmm. over
1: the last 48 hours and the numbers for it were really strong so and i think it's a good fit with um the two shows that sort of sandwich it with swat and blue bloods i think it really Mm -hmm. fits in Mm -hmm. so i think it cbs has a solid friday night block i think now well and Um, it's
0: you know it it being friday night is sometimes relegated as seeing you know the not great slot of tv but you know i give credit that you know with streaming how it is now i, I don't know if those rules are the same as what they used to be anymore where yeah. the friday night was like the, the death slot of right. if a tv show got well, put there there wasn't as much faith in it sometimes but you know like you said with the quality shows that they have with it too that gives me hope that well, they're putting faith in it
1: Right. And CBS has never really paid attention to that Friday night rule because of Blue Bloods. Yeah. Blue Bloods has regularly, that audience grows and grows and Uh grows and grows every Uh year. It has regularly performed for them on Uh Fridays at 10. So CBS sort of has more faith in Friday night shows Uh than other networks. Uh Um, I mean, they did cancel Magnum, which was in Fire Country's previous spot. Yeah. Um, so we'll see it's still not like you know guaranteed that it's going to yeah. get another season but I feel like the vibe that it has with the other two shows mm-hmm. works and I mean just to have strong
0: pilot numbers are always a good yeah. thing too because if it For doesn't sure. do well it's just kind of like yeah it's like yeah. kind of like it, it
1: can be what but- the- Right the trick is now that it needs to maintain those uh-huh. numbers at the very least if it doesn't grow them hopefully though what the hype does uh-huh. is that it causes more people to tune in and check it which, out I mean after that ending which we'll get
0: to I I how would you not want to tune in right
1: how god we're gonna get to it but like i'm i am so blown away by the way that they let the story unfold that was also different that was also different the fact that everything wasn't spelled out to us from the very beginning
0: i mean and no offense most of the time i can piece together because i've watched enough procedurals in my short lifespan that my brain just knows what to look for and can
1: pretty much pick up on it fairly easily i did not know what was gonna come no. at the end of that episode they, at all. oh my god the story in my head kept changing like the because I had one idea going into this based on like reading about it and mm-hmm. you know the character names and then that idea got turned on its head and then that idea got further turned on its head and like I mm-hmm. by the end I was like oh my gosh I did not see that coming Mm-mm. um so yeah they, they did it. it's so well done I think the mm-hmm. last time a pilot surprised me that much was the this is us pilot
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Because that, I remember watching that episode live and just being like, whoa, they mm-hmm. totally flipped that around in a way I did not expect. Mm-hmm. And this was similar to that. It was very much like, oh my gosh, wow. Mm-hmm. um So I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And I'm hoping like all the hype and all the love that it's receiving mm-hmm. means that next week's numbers will be bigger. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to see what the um, live numbers plus streaming. Uh-huh. Look like for them, uh-huh. like the plus 24 and the plus three. Those are the numbers that networks look at too. They don't so much look at plus seven, uh-huh. which does exist, but they look at plus, um you know, plus 24 and then plus three. Uh-huh. So I'm curious to see what those numbers look like. Because uh-huh. uh, what I'm hoping is people didn't tune in for the pilot to see what other people thought of it. Uh-huh. And then later they're like, oh, no, we need to watch this. Uh-huh. That's what I'm hoping happens. Uh-huh. So the numbers may grow even more.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So anyway, now we can get into the actual episode. Uh-huh. Um, I am very excited to talk about like the minute the episode ended, I texted Kim. I was like, oh, my God, I cannot uh-huh. wait to talk about
2: uh-huh.
1: this. Uh-huh. Oh, it's going to be so uh-huh. much fun. Um, OK, so let's get started. So we open on Bodhi. Uh-huh talking to the parole board basically and and requesting parole he makes a very heartfelt statement um about what he did and how he regrets it Mm -hmm. um and he like the man that he robbed we find out he robbed a man at gunpoint um and the man that he robbed is there and he gets to apologize directly to him Mm -hmm. which was nice um and i put down what he said here because i really liked that the first thing he said was that he wanted to take full responsibility for his actions. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, don't put that off on anybody else. Mm -hmm. Take that on you. Mm -hmm. That was great. Um, and then, you know, he tells the guy that he robbed, like, you didn't deserve that. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And just immediately you kind of feel for him. Like you're like, okay, he made a bad decision. He did a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but does that make him a bad person? Like Mm -hmm. that's the question that you have right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Um, And he seems so genuine and heartfelt about all of it that you're sort of leaning toward the, no, he's still a good person. Uh Um, But he doesn't get parole. Um, His lawyer comes in and talks to him is like, but we talked about this before. Cal Fire is still looking for inmates for their program. Uh And this is a point where there are people, and I can understand why, that have a lot of issues with inmate firefighting programs. Um, You know, and I, I, it is complicated. It is a very layered issue. hopefully the show gets into that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that's what i'm hoping I'm hoping that I mean, eventually we the, get there yeah
0: because i mean the show i mean as obviously we'll get into it a little bit more like he bodhi obviously accepts like going in and willing yes. to do the program and when he's on the bus with freddie they get into the details of you know do. it kind of goes into you could it adds to help your reduce your sentence but then it also gets into the details of it doesn't pay very much like no it, and we're talking yeah, a third I've, of like minimum wage of... i've
1: got the i i quoted the exact numbers yeah. when so when we get to that scene we'll talk about it for sure yeah. but yeah there. i'm hoping that this show once it gets to a place where we know the characters mm-hmm. and we're like comfortable with the world mm-hmm. that we'll dive into the issues that come with mm-hmm. an inmate firefighting program
2: mm-hmm.
1: um because that is a very highly contested thing mm-hmm. um so i i hope i hope that they're not blind to that yeah. I, I don't think they will be but time will tell
0: yeah it's the hope um, it's, it's the hope with it because you can't have a show about it and kind of just gloss over it in, in the day and age we're in it that's something that should not be glossed right. over
1: yeah i mean you can but you should shouldn't. you though <laughs> yeah exactly you can but you shouldn't mm-hmm. um and then the next scene is it's where we actually meet the town edgewater Uh california which a lot of times in these shows wherever it's said is going to become a character all in of itself Uh Uh um and so we should expect the same from edgewater Uh um so we start out at the fire station uh where we meet our first two firefighters uh even jake and we Uh don't really they don't say their names in the scene so we don't Uh learn them there but the jake says that he's gonna miss gabriella's ceremony Uh um, and that he doesn't know how she puts up with him oh that's something we can get into Uh because i'm questioning that myself Uh um (laughs) Uh and eve says you're a firefighter she's basically dating superman which is cute i mean um yeah accurate yeah and uh so they go to i thought this scene was so well done they respond to a fire in a field which is across from it looks like a farmhouse Uh um and I loved the way they shot the embers uh-huh. drifting from that first fire over uh-huh. to the brush. Uh-huh. Um, it was just, it was beautiful, but also scary. <laughs> it was like very tense. Um, and they just sort of floated uh-huh. And over. what I also enjoyed with it too is like sometimes, you know, we joke
0: like... <laughs> Like, I still remember we've joked on, like, Chicago Fire, obviously. When Sylvie went to, like, Fallerton, obviously. It's, you know, sometimes being a small town, not much happens. But that's not right. always true. And right. so, like, I, I made a tweet about it of, like, this is definitely not no small, small fire we're talking about here. It's not just, like, some little tree that caught on fire. No. no. this is a decent-sized fire, which, yeah, yeah, it's a small town. But shit like this does happen.
1: Yeah, it was like a, I mean, it was a, a raging, like, field fire. Mm-hmm. And actually, there is um, Kaylee, who's in the Chicago Fire fandom. Her she would she lives in like a a very country rural area Mm -hmm. and she talks about there being fires all the time like it's Mm a i mean it's a big deal on farms and you know Mm -hmm. in and all kinds of places so it's yeah fires don't just happen in highly populated areas Mm -hmm. um so anyway but yeah it's a big it's a big fire and it basically looks like dry field of brush Mm -hmm. um and they're fighting it with the hoses and then uh the embers that we talked about drift over and they catch another spot on fire. And apparently I didn't know this, but those are called spot fires. So like when the embers drift and they start fires everywhere and it starts to spread those little fires that pop up around the big fire are called spot fires. Uh There you go. That's our first bit of new lingo. Uh Um, So they're like, they're trying to figure out how to do that. You know, Vince who we learn is in charge of everybody is trying to make the right decisions. Uh And then we get the water drop which was such a cool thing to actually mm-hmm. see on a mm-hmm. show um, because you know I if you follow wildfires you've seen like the footage on the news of like those helicopters driving mm-hmm. you know flying by mm-hmm. and dropping the water but this was interesting because you are the firefighters on the ground yeah which that's the part you never get to see it's the
0: water just being dropped and so yeah. seeing the firefighters themselves duck for cover because yeah that's it's, it's that's a lot of water. water
1: that's a lot of yeah. water
0: and it's not just like raindrops it's buckets of water falling in you. yeah that could, if you're standing up that would hurt like, yeah a lot. so
1: they like they drop yeah like they call out water drop and they yeah. drop to the ground uh-huh. and then the fire like the water the fire is like doused by the water uh-huh. from the helicopter
2: uh-huh.
1: um and you know that's it they're done but that's our first like dose of okay this is what fighting fires are like in edgewater
0: also um, can i just say how much i love that moment where then vince stands up and he's like god i love this job or something yes! along those lines yeah it's- that's what he said it's just like little character bits like that it's just like oh I'm really gonna like this. because he's yes. like I don't know he just like you can tell he before we like in the next couple of scenes we find out a little bit more but like he he loves this job he, he loves does. this job
1: I know and you could the way he said it was just so mm-hmm. real like it was very much like a oh, man I love this I love yeah. what I do yeah. um it was yeah. great uh yeah I did I did love that moment too um Uh but that's just like a quick drop in to see like this is what life is like
2: Uh in the Uh fire
1: service in this town Uh um which it's a small town so you know in your mind you're thinking oh that fire department would be small like no the Uh -uh. it's a cal fire has a big presence um in this area so it's it's very interesting so then we go to the bus the that's on its way to con camp um Uh and so we meet some of the inmates Uh, One of the biggest ones that we talked about a little bit already is Uh Freddie, who's sitting next to Bodie on the bus. And we learned that Freddie has a girlfriend in LA. And when he gets out, they're going to buy a food truck Uh um, because she's a chef. Uh Uh, And we also saw a little bit of this earlier, but Bodie is like sketching Uh Freddie. Um, he's very good.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and so Freddie's like, man, I want that sketch. You know, he's gonna send it to his girlfriend, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. which is cute. But that's also when we get into the details that we talked uh-huh. about. So uh-huh. Freddie says, and I I wrote it out because I wanted to remember. Um, they get time off their sentence. That's true. So they're working toward time off their sentence, but also just for showing up, they get five dollars a day. Which every day, when, a day, and then when they're in the fire, they get two dollars an hour. <sighs> So their hazard pay is basically what that means. If they're in the fire Uh is like two bucks an hour. And I get that they're prisoners and, you know, when you're a convicted felon, there's a lot of rights that you lose. Uh Um, And so we can debate whether or not that's right or wrong, Uh but that's, that's the fact of the matter. Um, So I guess because of that, because it's, you know, a work for time program, Uh They're not paid well. Um, And, you know, they are given a place to sleep and they Uh are given meals. It's hard to say what the quality of either of those Uh things are. Probably Uh not great. Um, But still, (laughs) for putting your life on the line, that's not a whole lot of money. No. Uh Uh, I think it also depends on how much time is going to be knocked off their sentence too. Uh Mm-hmm. If we could learn a little bit more about mm-hmm. that, that might mm-hmm. help us sort of gauge the value of the experience. Um, but based on those details so far, not great. Yeah, not great at all. Um, yeah. So anyway, but after that, that's when Bodhi finds out they're going to Edgewater. And the look on his face the minute somebody says Edgewater is like panic, like mm-hmm. pure panic. Uh, it was a great performance from from Max. There, just like the instant switch of mm-hmm. like, oh crap, um, yep. yeah. And then on their way through town, like immediately though, Bodie starts like, okay, I need to call my lawyer. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, this is not where I was supposed to yeah, go. This is not what um, I signed up for. Like, nope, this isn't it. And so, but the bus passes Gabriella's ceremony, uh, where this is where we actually meet Gabriella, and this mm-hmm. is the ceremony Jake mentioned earlier. She's getting a key to the city. Um, because she is getting ready to leave again to go train for the olympics so she lives in florida and trains for diving mm-hmm. um, and they tell us that she went to tokyo and got 14th place uh, for diving and they make a joke about how this is how this town treats you when you get 14th place it's <laughs> like well when I you're mean, from
0: there yeah also I mean, I mean
1: 14th in the world that's just that's, that's pretty good still hot yeah know how many divers there are like that's not too shabby no, no. um anyway and you can tell though i love the way that stephanie um i figured out how to say her name too it's Arsila. Mm. um she the way she performs that you can tell that gabriella sort of like not totally comfortable with all the attention
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but she's not going to say no because they're being nice enough to give it to her mm-hmm. um and then i love this is the first time we see manny and immediately i fell in love with manny mm-hmm. um that is gabriella's dad which is not what kim and i suspected when we were talking about it before no
0: because i'm pretty sure on our i think the last episode maybe we mentioned we were excited for this to come i was convinced it was her brother
1: me too i'm sorry they like, they they look too close in age to like,
0: me very too unless so i hope <laughs> there's backstory of you know maybe they there is just a short amount of years
1: between them and not like in real 20- in real life yeah, in real life, they're between Kevin and Stephanie, I think there is sixteen years. Yeah, so I mean, it's possible. <laughs> um, so if they establish that he was a very young parent early on, I think it could. I mean, it'll it'll work. They'll make it yeah. work. I'm sure. But it was just really funny to me. I was like, oh, that's his daughter. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I wasn't I, expecting this.
0: <laughs> as soon as they said kind of daughter, and they're like you could see. Like other th- things we've seen Kevin in, like he definitely doesn't have like the gray and the sideburns a little bit and like in no, the beard. They, so I think they yeah. played into that a little bit. And I'm like, I hope we just get a little more backstory of like, hopefully it being like a very young family. Uh, yeah. Whatever, like, but... I, I'm
1: interested in the story between Manny and his ex-wife. Like yes. how, how did they happen? Yes. What happened and how did he choose Edgewater mm-hmm. when he moved? Mm-hmm. Because Yeah, they'll, well, and we'll talk about that later because Stephanie gives, I mean, Gabriella gives Uh us a little background Uh on that. Um, But anyway, he's so cute because he's standing there filming her Uh and like he literally says on camera, he's like, that's my daughter. And then he goes, such a proud papa moment. (laughs) i was like was so cute mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. hands his phone off to like the woman next to him to like take video of him and gabriella together mm-hmm. which is cute mm-hmm. and while that's happening the officer that's with him which i think his name is Corey, yeah Corey, yeah. um tells them that that's their fire captain mm-hmm. um so that's where we meet manny and gabriella and we find out that manny is the fire captain for the cons
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so and then we move on from them to the actual camp where cory uh warns them there's no fences but don't run away because uh-huh. you're not going to get far and you
2: uh-huh.
1: be caught and then you'll go back to prison <laughs> um which you know foreshadowing <laughs> uh-huh. and then Bodie asks if he can use the phone and he's like oh you can use the phone in a week but he's <laughs> like well that's not going to work for me <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. um and so then we go from there to the tavern Smokey's tavern and we get to see i loved this scene we get to see eve and jake and gabriella hanging out Mm -hmm. um and while they're just sort of talking um the she's not a bartender she's like the chef for like Mm -hmm. the restaurant portion Mm -hmm. brings them duck tacos which i mean when she described it that sounded amazing
2: Mm -hmm. um Mm
1: -hmm. made me very hungry (laughs) uh and she flirts with eve which is it was so cute because eve just like didn't know how to handle it my Mm-mm. favorite is when she gives her the thumbs up yep. <laughs> she's and like why am i giving her a thumbs up please save me and i
0: can i can relate to eve because that's about as good as my flirting is so same same, same.
1: it was really funny mm-hmm. um and then jake tries to tell her to like go talk to aiden the uh chef Uh (laughs) she's she's like okay i'm gonna go change the music instead of talk to her (laughs) Uh Uh it was cute it was a cute little moment Uh um then we get into gabriella sort of talking about talking to jake um they're having a conversation like she starts off trying to you know be modest about her accomplishment and for to his credit jake does say like What are you talking about? Like Uh you're still the 14th best diver in the world, no matter what Uh happened. You didn't choke. So that was cute. But Uh then they get into the what are we doing conversation and things
0: (laughs) that's never good when you start a conversation (laughs) with that.
1: Yeah. Um, and Jake doesn't handle it well. Uh -uh. But we do find out that Gabriella has been in Edgewater for five months, which is good Uh to know. So she's normally in Florida, but she's been home for five months. Um, and she loves the town, she loves being there. And she loves Jake. Mm-hmm. And Jake tells her she shouldn't give up her career for him. Basically, it sounds like, don't stay here. You don't need to stay here with me or for me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, really? <laughs> like, I told you I loved you. And this is what you're telling me. And this is right. what you tell me. Great. Um, And she leaves, which bravo to you, Gabriella. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. very proud of you for just being like, you know what? I don't have to listen to this anymore. Mm-mm. And she left. She was like, You you've said plenty. So mm-hmm. you obviously don't feel the same way about me. And I'm leaving. Um, and I love that just as a side note, as a Chicago Fire fan, I like that he called her Gabs and not Gabby because mm-hmm. I don't want to have I not there's I love Gabby, but I, I don't want to have any confusion
0: mm-hmm.
1: over the two characters in my Fair. brain. Fair. Um, so that the fact that her nickname is Gabs was an important choice to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um yeah so then we go to back to con camp um and that's where we see manny with the cons for the first time and there's uh-huh. like a group of female convicts there that are training and they show us the fire shelters again foreshadowing things uh-huh. that we're going to need for later uh-huh. Um, and they establish that the fire shelters you have to cover yourself with them within seconds so that you don't burn up in a fire uh-huh and mm-hmm. like we've never seen these i feel like on any firefighter show well I,
0: most of them are in cities and when do you you don't have that kind of
1: equipment right. in the city so it was very interesting to me cuz i was like they have like a little it's it's like it looks like a sleeping bag kind of mm-hmm. but it's made out of like a a fireproof material so mm-hmm. you just cover yourself with it and you you know get underneath it mm-hmm. um it was very interesting um, and there was a joke about them burning into Little crispies from Freddy, mm-hmm. which that's not a word I really wanted to think about in relation no. to that. Um, and Manny just kind of reassures him, like, I'm going to train you so you don't burn into Little crispies, mm-hmm. Um, which is good.
0: Of which I just want to say, like, I very much enjoy that Manny is, like, obviously he's their fire captain, but it's like, he even though they're, they're con men, they've been in prison Uh he still respects them in a certain way that they're coming here to do something like
1: yes a job he he treats them like humans yes not as if they have no agency or Mm -hmm. no um you know humanity he he Mm -hmm. treats them like people Mm -hmm. um which i think sometimes we don't see that on television Mm -hmm. even Corey, the guard is he's he obviously is a prison guard like he's a guard he can't be too friendly with them no he's but... supposed to be tough but he treats them like people like they are exactly exactly like when Bodie was standing up on the bus and he was like sit down he could have mm-hmm. just knocked him the flat knocked him flat out right exactly. like he didn't have to tell him sit down he could have mm-hmm. actually done something about it but instead he's like you're gonna listen to what I say mm-hmm. and he kind of trusts that so mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm feeling good about Corey and Manny so far no, um, it, it's just, it's a, it's very
0: much a nice breath of fresh air for, yeah. you know, that kind of situation. No, I agree. Like we said, I, the most view that we get in real life, and even on most other TV shows, it's a very different kind yes. of relationship, but it's to show that these people in higher power situations still treat them res- with respect and mm-hmm. to, to to a certain extent obviously because they are still prisoners but still treat them like human beings it, it feels like it, that shouldn't be like a surprising thing
1: but it is right. it is but it is it's I nice agree. it
0: actually is yeah quite
1: nice. it should be more common but uh-huh. since it isn't we have to really acknowledge it when we get it uh-huh. um okay so then Bodie, because he needs a phone. He has there's a delivery guy and he's like, Freddie, go talk to him. Why mm-hmm. he asked Freddie to do that and not himself? I don't understand. He does he does tell Freddie that he's like, I need you to vouch for me. And I'm like, but why mm-hmm. would Freddie vouching for him be any more effective? Because the delivery guy doesn't know Freddie. uh mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. But either way, he asked Freddie to do it. And Freddie's like, okay. Um, and so they but Freddie does ask him, like, what's your deal? We just got here this place is great why do you want to leave already uh-huh. and Bodie just says I'm from here and I left for a reason uh-huh. which we knew it was his hometown from the promos but the way they let that moment just like slowly reveal itself
0: uh-huh. it was
1: really great I thought so um anyway they're going to talk to the delivery guy so that he can go to town and get them a phone and uh-huh. bring it back so Bodie can call his lawyer
2: uh-huh.
1: um so we'll see how that goes that's going to be the a big thing in the episode mm-hmm. all right and then we get the smash to the title card where we see like the logo mm-hmm. and the creators you know mm-hmm. but that was mm-hmm. a long time before they showed us that mm-hmm. that was i mean wow uh and then after that we come back to con camp so this is basically a lot of exposition in this scene because it's it's manny beginning to train the group Mm-hmm. And he gives them the rules, which they call the 10s and 18s, which I have written down here is 10 standard firefighter orders and 18 fire watch out situations. So I'm assuming it's like the rules and guidelines mm-hmm. for fighting fires. Which um,
0: still feels crazy that these people who know nothing of firefighting are given just a pamphlet thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just like they're given a piece of paper that tells yeah. them what to do. hmm and that's it uh-huh. uh and then he's going to take them up the mountain to learn how to cut line which they explain is clearing brush so the fire has no more fuel uh-huh. um which is interesting uh-huh. um you don't think about firefighters firefighting starting before the fire
0: uh-uh. that's not something we get yeah a view of in most media or even the thought of when you're doing it when a firefighting like that's
1: not the immediate thought of being a firefighter right so like these guys are fighting the fire before it starts Uh which is an interesting concept Uh um Uh okay and then from there we go back to the edgewater fire station um which shows jake and eve on shift um and this conversation that comes up reveals a lot to us like they there's a lot Uh of things in here that are important Um, So they, first they talk about, you know, Jake and Gabriella and how Gabriella won't text him back, which of course she won't, dude, you messed up. Uh Um, But he knows that she's up because he knows that she liked somebody else's post, which I think is funny. Um, And so then Eve starts talking about how, you know, their love lives are a mess because he's blowing it with Gabriella and she can't even flirt back with like the chef bartender Uh lady, Aiden Uh is her name. Um, And she just flat out says the reason, which I love. I love that she's like, we're not going to skirt around this. I'm just going to tell you what the Mm -hmm. problem is, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is we're afraid to get close to anyone because what if we do and they die? Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. I just want to take a moment and say that that is a very relevant line to my life right now. I know. know. It is how I feel about television, especially after One Chicago. Like, what if I'm afraid to get close to these characters? Because what if I do and they die? I know. (laughs) i'm just i related eve i get it i Mm -hmm. so get it um and then this is where we learn about some history here Mm -hmm. and they don't tell us the whole story which is very Mm -hmm. intriguing jake's just like come on eve not everything is about riley dying and then you're like wait wait who's riley who -hmm. is riley (laughs) like where did this come from Mm -hmm. the first time that name's come up and you're like excuse me Mm -hmm. what we're missing something here Mm -hmm. um and so then eve reveals like no I not not everything is but this is Mm -hmm. she says uh she was my best friend and every time I talk try to talk to you about her you act like I'm crazy and then Jake says well you're not crazy and I miss her too but he doesn't really elaborate
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not sure I felt that really on Jake's part but I I do feel it on Eve's part yeah and then um Vince overhears the whole thing Mm -hmm. and that was interesting too like that was like you understood that he knew riley whoever riley was mm-hmm. vince knew them
0: mm-hmm. which and, i mean yeah. at this point you're kind of under the uh, the thought of oh so it was just this group of the three of them it's been close friends right time
1: yeah. yeah okay cool like Whatever. my assumption at that point too having watched other firefighter shows was like oh riley was like a firefighter exactly that worked with them yeah and probably died in a fire yeah Uh and they're still getting over it like that was my first thought Uh the first time i watched the scene Uh and that did not turn out to be right (laughs) Uh Uh um and so i thought when vince overheard it like okay so he's like the chief right so it's probably related to that Uh yeah um that was that was not accurate uh then (laughs) where then then they show us uh manny training the convicts Uh um and (laughs) freddie's like i have to go to the i mean i have to go to the bathroom i have to take a leak and so he's like okay uh so they take a little break and freddie goes to go to the bathroom and then not long after that he comes back screaming Mm -hmm. telling everybody to run because he saw a bear Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. they wait to kind of see what it is and it's not a bear it's a goat Mm -hmm. because of which I still crack up. Apparently it was the week for goats on television. And I'm not mad about it. <laughs> it was. Because there was mad. one on Chicago Fire too. Yeah. There were like a whole bunch of them. That's yeah. funny. I totally didn't. You know what? Because everything that happened before the last 10 minutes is just like erased from my memory. So, um. Anyway, but uh, this is where Manny kind of reveals that Cal Fire uses goats to manage ve- vegetation. Which is really funny. Yeah. Um. So they have goats. I guess they just let them wander the forest and they eat what they can that's that's really funny um and then uh bodhi decides that max i mean that wow bodhi decides that freddie has a new nickname Uh um so he's going to call him goat which i think is really funny i Uh, (sighs) know yeah i thought it was funny too um and then we get to vince uh presenting to um a council of some kind um Uh And so we we know Vince because we've seen him a couple of times, you know, with the at the firehouse. So we know that that's where he works, right? And he's asking for a new bulldozer. Um, he needs a new dozer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which I and like that he calls it
0: do- just. I need a new dozer, not bulldozer. Just a dozer. Just yeah, right. <laughs> it's just a dozer. <laughs>
1: um, and so he's talking about why he needs it, mm-hmm. and there is a woman who we are not introduced to immediately, Uh Uh but you can see the insignia on her collar. And this is where I'm going to mention, I (laughs) pulled a full nerd and looked up the collar brass for Vince and Sharon, because I was curious. Um, Sharon has like a circle of five stars on hers. And I looked it up and that is the collar brass for a director within Cal Fire i don't know what she's the director of or if it's just a general director title but that is her official like rank is director which is like the top of the top Mm -hmm. i mean that's like several several ranks above vince (laughs) which i find very interesting um and then vince has battalion chief bugles Mm -hmm. on his collar so Mm -hmm. he's a battalion chief which is like the lowest of chief ranks Uh so because i researched that with cal fire so it goes battalion chief assistant chief deputy chief and then chief i think so he's like the Uh lowest of the chief Uh ranks um and then director is like the top of whatever branch of cal fire that um sharon is on so anyway he's given this presentation and sharon is like the only one asking him all these questions like uh she's like you have a dozer and he's like right no glenn allen has a dozer
2: mm-hmm. that's 45 like, minutes
1: away <laughs> right you share the dozer it's 45 minutes away and um you know basically that's for Vince. that's not good enough mm-hmm. you know like he needs one um and so he gets frustrated and he says you guys have to quit being stupid and this is where sharon takes the queen crown uh-huh. Because she's like, Vince, I'll remind you that the four of us on this board, we have over 80 years in the field and several postgraduate degrees. I would watch uh-huh. who you call stupid. <laughs> I was like, yes uh-huh. I loved it so much. Uh instant, instant standing of Sharon. Uh-huh. Um, and then Vince apologizes. He backs off. He's like, You're right. I'm sorry, I get passionate. Uh-huh. Uh, and he talks about how he's third generation Cal Fire, which oh. that's interesting. uh uh-huh. Um, and he talks about a big fire and i didn't write down the name of the fire but that happened a while ago and destroyed a lot of homes and he warns him that it's going to happen again and the question is what are we going to do about it Uh um so that was an interesting little scene Uh um and it's very like foreboding because like he's right it is going to happen again and are we going to see it happen uh then we cut to jake um and gabriella outside of i'm assuming manny and gabriella's house Uh
2: Uh
1: um she's on her way to cover a shift at Smokies. this is where we get our first mention of maya Uh (laughs) because maya asked her to she has a waitress that like didn't show up or something and then jake tells her well have maya drive you home because your car's been acting up and this is where he comes off a little condescending gabriella's like i can take care of myself and he's like well yeah you can but you insist on driving that car so you know it's just like this conversation i was like dude i'm not feeling this you seem nice but like calm down Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. anyway so they talk about like how he botched the i love yous um badly and gabriella tries to let him off the hook which It was really such a Sylvie Brett move and just made me love her even more. Cause she was like, I was drunk. I didn't mean it. Or if I did, I take it back because the first time I say, I love you to someone, that's Mm -hmm. not going to be how it goes.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And then Jake stops her and finally puts out there what he's feeling, which that took a lot for you to open up, (laughs) but he's a man. So I guess that's, that's fair. Um, But he tells her, uh, that he should have said that he loved her too
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they kiss and it's cute um, then we cut to vince cooking dinner and this is where another twist comes in that i loved yeah.
0: which i do want to reiterate though i and i'll probably mention it again the music that they did select for the show so far like i mean it's they're this is like the first instance of using music really well but they picked some good songs they did the episode and this was one of them absolutely stapleton
1: yeah Yeah. it was great um yeah they the music throughout was really good i think kane brown actually like wrote a song for the show i feel like um because they featured it and like specifically named it so i'm pretty sure it's like cool officially for the show um which is i mean they're really leaning into the country music which i think is awesome mm-hmm. um so but vince is making dinner and you hear the door open and then in walks sharon mm-hmm. and you're like oh they're married yeah okay they're husband and wife and i immediately fell in love with them mm-hmm. um, because they mm-hmm. start talking about work And he's not taking it out on her. They're just Uh -uh. having a conversation. And he's very frustrated, but he's not frustrated with her, Uh which I think is an important distinction. Uh But, you know, he knows he's not going to get the dozer. And Sharon kind of confirms that, yeah, they thought you were too quick to go to the new thing. Uh And they wanted you to look more for a used one. And he gets huffy about, you know, not having time and, you know, how long that's going to take. Um, and i love what she says to him after that it was kind of flirty it was a little cute she was like i know you want the shiny new thing but you're gonna have to settle for the perfectly fine old thing and she kind of like points to herself a little bit it was cute and he was like i get it Uh (laughs) they were cute very affectionate um and then it gets serious it gets Uh back to this riley person because Vince says he stopped by the cemetery and talked to Riley and then you're like oh, oh. wait a minute uh-huh. okay so there's more to Riley than just a firefighter that worked for him uh-huh. and but they don't ever explicitly tell uh-huh. you but the way Vince and Sharon talk about her it seems pretty clear that Riley is their daughter uh-huh. um, which was such a great twist And Uh the way they handled it was so great because, you know, in a normal conversation you have with a person, you're not going to stop and explain who someone is Uh Yeah, because you don't need to. You have that context already. Uh Uh And so they handle that very much like you're just sort of watching this conversation happen, Um, which I liked a lot. Uh Uh, And then he talks about how he overheard even Jake and how, you know, they need to, they said they need to move on. And there's just really sad, like moment of grief. And I, Uh I absolutely loved it because that is how grief works. It is it never fully goes away Mm-mm. never. Like you can be having the perfect day and then remember someone you've lost. And it's like your whole day is just sucked mm-hmm. dry, you know, like it's it just it it's like a wave that just yeah. like crashes yeah. over you. and and that's what they depicted here. and I loved how accurate it was because he was like, mm-hmm. No moving on for us, is there? Um, uh-huh. And Sharon shakes her head and they kind of hug. And I, I just really loved how poignant that moment felt and how real. Uh-huh. Because, like I said, that is exactly how grief works. Uh-huh. It can, I don't care if it's, you know, three months ago that you lost someone, or two years ago that you lost someone, or five years ago, it doesn't uh-huh. matter um it can come back at any time without warning Mm -hmm. um and so that's exactly what that felt like to me i loved it uh and then we have we go back to camp Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and freddie tells bodie that we need they need to meet with mvp who's the delivery guy Mm -hmm. i can't believe that's his Mm -hmm. name mvp uh and that he's going to bring them the phone but they have to go to the road to pick it up um and so they're as they're walking they're talking about why Bodie needs to leave town um and here's another Riley mention that they throw at us like Freddie's like uh it has to do with uh the name Riley that's tattooed on his arm right like he's like that's Mm -hmm. it has to do with Riley right and you're like oh all right so Bodie knew Riley too Mm -hmm. okay so Sharon and Vince riley is sharon and vince's daughter even jake knew riley and bodie mm-hmm. did too great okay mm-hmm. wow the pieces mm-hmm. are coming together
0: and i mean and you, you can kind of gauge that obviously bodie's around the same age as you know like eve and jake too so it's like oh huh it's yeah like, what, what's going on here i, I
1: need more answers <laughs> right and see my first thought was that he dated her that was yeah. like where my tv brain immediately mm-hmm. went oh same was like they were together and she died and and then he went off the rails like that Mm -hmm. was where Mm -hmm. my brain went immediately and then Freddie's brain also went there too because he's like dude needs to leave town it's usually over a girl Mm -hmm. but bodie doesn't tell him anything Mm -hmm. and then it just so happens that gabriella's car that's been giving her issues breaks down on the road right in front of Freddie and bodie and it's one of the best scenes in the pilot Mm -hmm. um (laughs) where you know freddie's like oh that's the captain's daughter like we got to get out of here nope Nope. i'm out (laughs) and yeah and Bodie's like well we can't just leave her stranded what if some Uh bad dudes come along (laughs) freddie's like we are the bad dudes are the bad dudes bro (laughs) which was great i loved Uh that moment (laughs) because the fact that in Bodie's mind like he's not a bad dude Uh i I don't know it's just it's funny like he's a convict Uh but he's not a bad guy you know Uh i just think that's that's uh-huh. really cute. Um, and of course, this is where you really start to get a feel for who Bodie is. Because it's detrimental to him for her to know he's there. Uh-huh. And yet he still speaks up anyway to help her. Uh-huh. Um, and he makes a suggestion on what could be wrong with the car. And Gabriella's like, all right, this is a sketchy guy near con camp in the woods at night.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I'm going to pretend that I'm on the phone. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Which uh-huh. I've done that before. I don't blame her um and B- Bodhi just doesn't buy it he's like uh-uh. you're you're not on the phone you can't no. get any signal here no because it's in the middle of the forest so I <laughs> right mean, oh. and so she pulls out a gun and I was like well that escalated very quickly yeah
0: which you know I mean I get it Gabrielle you're a girl in like this dark foresty area and this guy comes up
1: but it also it felt a little much but I do get it I get it it went from zero to a hundred real quick I yeah. was like whoop yeah. All right. I mean, I can kind of see if her dad works with convicts all the time uh-huh. and she knows where the camp is. I can see like him encouraging her to get a gun and maybe uh-huh. her keeping it with her. Uh-huh. But it was just like a shock. It was like, uh-huh. oh, all right. Girl's got a gun. Cool. Uh-huh. Um, and of course, Bodhi starts to try and de-escalate the situation. And he's like, listen, I can just tell you what to do. Or if you want to keep that gun pointed at me, I can do it. Uh which I love that he thought of that he was Uh like it's all about how she feels comfortable he's not offended that there's a gun but Uh he's just like however you're comfortable with doing this I'm fine with it Uh I just want to help you
2: Uh
1: Um, which I loved this is like the scene I think where you really start to like fall in love with Bodhi because it's like selfless dude trying to help her and I liked it no benefit to himself out of this Uh entire situation Uh like he's not getting anything out of it Uh he just doesn't want her to be stranded Uh which I started to think about with how what we find out in the end it makes this scene a little more emotional for me because Uh not spoiler alert guys we found out that Riley is basically Bodhi's sister and so like when I re-watched I was looking at this scene like Okay, he's looking at this like a like a brother. Uh-huh. Like he wouldn't leave his sister no. alone on a dark road,
2: uh-huh.
1: stranded. You know, he uh-huh. would want somebody to help her. And so it just really got to me the second time I watched it. I was like, okay, you can yeah. tell he was a brother. At, uh-huh. Like you can tell. Uh-huh. Um, and I I loved that. Anyway. Um but I think within this scene though
0: too I mean there's just you can kind of sense there's some kind of vibe and tension kind of going between oh, no, Gabriella
1: I, and Bodie. Yes I love this next part though where she tells him she's like you see the road if you step onto the road that means you're off property and technically that's considered an escape. Uh-huh. Um, And he takes that step anyway. Uh-huh. I loved that moment. I loved that uh-huh. where he's just like I mean, somebody's got to help you. So uh-huh. and he takes the step and he looks at her and he's like, I guess I just escaped. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I loved it. And that was like his first little grin. And she kind of lets her guard down after that. And she apologizes for the gun. Uh-huh. And they have like a, a cute little conversation and very nice, lingering smiles. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the chemistry is definitely there. Like you said, uh-huh. Kim. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's some flirting. And, like, his grin at her, oh, man, uh-huh. that was a good grin. That was uh-huh. a really good grin. But this is also where we learn a little bit more backstory, where, like, she grew up in San Diego. Her parents got divorced a couple of years ago, and her dad moved to Edgewater.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And so <clears throat> she's been there, you know, we know from another scene that she's been there for five months. So she obviously came to visit him in a, during a break from her training.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and so Bodhi, ta- they talk about the Olympics, and he asked her what she's going to do now, um, which I, did I, has she, they haven't had the more conversation yet,
2: have they? I don't uh-uh. know.
1: Um, anyway, and so she's like, I don't know, four years is a long time to wait for your real life to begin. Uh-huh. And she's <laughs> kind of a moment where she realizes like, oh, he's a convict. He's probably going to spend a lot of time in jail. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she like starts to apologize. And he's like, no, no, you're right. 4 uh-huh. years is a long time to wait for your real life. Uh-huh. And they have this connection, you know, over uh-huh. that of like uh-huh. having to wait for something that they just want. Uh it's like eye contact nine verbal understanding like really uh-huh. good, strong. Uh-huh. Applause. I love uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. The chemistry is there, the connection is there like Sorry, Jake, but I feel like this dude might steal your girlfriend by the time we get to the end of season one. <laughs>
0: I mean, when we first saw the trailer for the show, I was getting that vibe. Cause like yes. the, way they, the cuts they had in the trailer, you kind of were getting some sense mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. It, it's we're definitely there's gonna be a love triangle, even for though I hate sure. them. There,
1: there's gonna be a love triangle. <laughs> I'm kind of digging it in this situation though, because yeah, it's no, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know i don't always love them it just depends on how the show handles exactly it. exactly so we'll see but like i don't know i'm curious i'm intrigued mm-hmm. um Anyway, so Bodhi ends up fixing the car because he knows a lot about cars apparently we learned that about him too <laughs> uh gabriella offers him money and he's like you don't need to do that and what's he gonna do with the money anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's at con camp <laughs> Uh anyway um he's like no you don't need to do that and when she's putting away her wallet like a photo strip falls out of her and jake Uh and there's this like tense moment where like jake sees it and like his mood just kind of goes like Uh cold and like you don't know when when i was watching it first time i didn't know if it was because he liked gabriella or if it was because he knew the boyfriend like those were the two options uh-huh. And I'm like, that seems more like a a reaction to some someone you know. Uh-huh. So I was like, probably. Given everything else we've learned, he probably knows Jake.
0: Yeah, that's that's the sense I got too. Because obviously, like he he turned from being like in a good mood, and I do good mood with quotation marks of the interaction with Gabriella to being like, oh, the dangerous territory. Not not nope. Don't need to. Get anywhere near the situation because if she mentioned something to him and all that, and it's just like like that's gonna blow up for me in the long run. So nope, gonna back away from the situation.
1: Exactly. It was like okay, this is great. (laughs) It's Uh like I did not want to be reminded this guy existed. Is how that came across. Uh, Uh, so then the next scene is back at the fire station, which I love. I on one of my favorite things on Fire is when they're hanging out in the house Uh and having conversations, and that's what this was, and I loved it. Um where they're talking about Jake's love life. And this was really funny to me uh-huh. where they're talking about how he told Gabriella that he loves her and, and Vince does. ooh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which is really cute. And he's like, no, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this here. Um, and Vince just says, try not to blow it, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> which I thought. And he's like, when have I ever blown it with anyone? And then Eve bless her heart immediately goes into a, like a long list. Women, and I love my favorite was Jimma with a G and Jimma with a J. Uh Uh I loved it. Um, and then she like calls him out on his hero complex, which I'm like, yes, Eve, Uh Uh because she's like she needed saving, and he likes being the hero. But then he gets bored. Uh I'm like, oh, that's a friend that stabs you in the face. Those are the best kind. Um, (laughs) and so he's like, oh, you got me figured out, huh? And she's like, no, I'm just saying she goes yay you told her you love her but now love her mm-hmm. and I was like yes Eve because mm-hmm. you can't just say it with your words you gotta no. do it. Like, words words are good but then follow it up with action exactly mm-hmm. and I love that she just straight up told him that she was like listen mm-hmm. great that you voiced that but now you have to follow through Um, and you know they're she's talking about how they need to grow up is what mm-hmm. Eve basically says and I loved this where he's like, oh, I need to grow up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he grabs the sprayer on the sink and immediately turns it on Eve, which was funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, also, with that scene, I just wanted to also highlight the fact that I enjoy that even though Vince is like the the battalion chief for their their unit, the firehouse, whatever. He has a desk like right around in the very small area with them. Mm-hmm. And so it's not very much like... Like, obviously it's a small town, so they don't have the biggest building for firefighters. They don't. But it's just, it's one of those nice environmental things that that's most of the time on any other fire show, the chief or captain, the head honcho, whatever, he's very separated. Mm -hmm. or He or she are very separated from the rest of the unit or firehouse themselves. So to see Vince be so close with them, I very much enjoyed it. And yeah, I love that it, it feels different, which I very much like.
1: Yeah, he did. He had a desk like right out in the open. Mm-hmm. That was true. I didn't think about that until you just said mm-hmm. it. You're totally right. Mm-hmm. And it did. It felt very nice. Like that scene felt like they were all open with each other. They talk to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they know each mm-hmm. other pretty well. Um, and And it was nice to see them having a little bit of fun in the middle of all this discussion about life and angst and, you know i like that a lot Mm -hmm. um and then they got the call uh with downed power lines around a car um which by the way okay one of the things i read in the hollywood reporter review was they said that the fires seemingly start from nowhere no and i was like did you miss the whole scene with the car and like the sparks from the power lines Mm -hmm. I, i don't know it was just a weird comment maybe they meant the first fire but like i don't know Firefighters don't always know where the fire originates no. all the time.
0: And also, <laughs> uh, it's keep in right? mind they're in a forest, so forests are made of trees which can catch fire fairly. Right, easily. and sparks can
1: drift from like anything. Yeah. Like it, it's you know whatever. Anyway, yeah. just a comment in that review that I was like, "What?" Um, but this one is down power lines around a car. There's a mom and a baby trapped inside. Now this is a situation that we're very familiar with because Uh this, you know, these vehicular accidents happen a lot on Chicago Fire. Um, but this one is different because the forest is like right there. Uh And the lines are really causing a big fire. Um and so the mom says that the door won't open and her seatbelt is jammed. But Vince is like telling all of them they have to move fast. Uh So they end up breaking the back window and Jake climbs inside. He grabs the baby, gets the baby out first, cuts the seatbelt, gets the mom out. Um, And Vince, Eve, Jake, the mom, and the baby all sort of make it out of the scene Mm -hmm. just in time for the car to basically explode. Uh Um, Which sets the trees in front of the car on fire. And now we have a wildfire situation that has started. Yep. Yep. Um, which that was an interesting thing because it's like two problems at once, right? So it's not just the car accident. Mm-hmm. It's also the fact that now they have a big, huge fire that they know is going to spread quickly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's an interesting, like twofold dilemma. I liked that mm-hmm. uh, And then we get back to con camp where Freddie tells Bodie that MVP dropped off the phone after breakfast, and Freddie says he called his girlfriend. And Bodie's like, okay, but I still need to call my lawyer. So, like, where's the phone? Mm -hmm. And before Freddie can tell him, Corey and Manny call them over to talk to them. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Gabriella told Manny about the guys on the road. And Manny put together that they look like, you Mm -hmm. know, Bodie and Freddie. So he searched their lockers. Didn't find anything. But then they remembered that people like to hide contraband in the dry goods. Yeah. Because the road is a popular place to pick up contraband. so mm-hmm. They were looking for it to be hidden somewhere and they found it either in like the rice or the beans, mm-hmm. something like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, <clears throat> and so like, they're really focused on Freddie. Like they're just like, it's Freddie's phone and Freddie's not denying it. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, Manny's talking about how 90 days are going to be added to Freddie's sentence and, you know, all that stuff. Um, and then Bodie's just, he just out of the blue is like, it's mine.
2: Mm-hmm
1: and like i loved that moment because it was his idea so he should step up and uh-huh. like take responsibility for it and i'm glad that he did um but he also asks, he's like can i he looks at manny and he's like can i talk to you like in private for a second because the reason i have the phone is private uh-huh. <laughs> and that's when manny finds out that bodie is from there Um, and I, but I love this speech. I have to, I have to read this. I wrote it down because I loved it because Bodie says I'm here because I robbed a man at gunpoint, the owner of a liquor store. He got up at my parole hearing and he read a letter saying he forgave me and he hoped I could turn my life around. That's the most generous thing anyone's ever done for me. I don't deserve that, but I have to believe that he knows something that I don't. And if I work this program that I can succeed and I want to succeed, but I can't do it here and that's when they get into the why he can't um and that's when he tells Manny that Edgewater is his hometown Mm -hmm. um and then they get the call for like the big wildfire and Bodie's kind of hesitant to follow Manny and Manny's like hey you just gave me a whole speech about how you wanted to succeed so let's go um and I loved that moment where like Mm -hmm. no matter what else is going on Manny's like we're gonna do this and Mm -hmm. you're gonna come Mm -hmm. I know you can do it Mm -hmm. um Which is great. And then you talked about on Twitter how Manny's very good. And in the pod squad, you told Lauren that Manny's very good at a motivational speech. Uh So I got the speech. I wrote it all down. Uh (laughs) So they put them all in the bus to head to the fire. And while they're on their way to the fire, Manny is sort of like. Like building them up, he's like hyping them up for it, Uh you know. He's like, all right, guys, this is a real baptism by fire. I don't even know all of y'all's names, but by the end of the night, I'm not only going to know your name, I'm going to know what kind of man you are. Mm -hmm. Now, your first fire got started because of a car crash on Buckeye Road, and every fire is named after the fire where it was ignited. So gentlemen, welcome to the Buckeye. I didn't know that fires were named after where they were ignited. Did not know that either. So that was cool. Mm -hmm. But that whole speech was like very much like rallying you know the troops Mm -hmm. getting everybody Mm -hmm. ready to go and i loved Mm -hmm. it um but i love that he says i don't know i don't even know all of y'all's names yet but by the end of the night i'm not only gonna know your name but i'm gonna know what kind of man you are Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i love that Mm -hmm. it was good Um, and once again
0: like i said just still even though once again they are prisoners he still treats them with respect and that they are human beings and that they're choosing to go from being in this i mean being in prison to actually trying to do something to make Mm -hmm. themselves worthy of something
1: greater than themselves yep i agree i think the fact that you know these inmates chose to do this probably speaks to manny Mm -hmm. a lot you know it's like Mm -hmm. you could have just sat in prison and like served Mm -hmm. your time Mm -hmm. and been bitter about it but instead Mm -hmm. you're here trying Mm -hmm. to do something good and productive Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think that's deserves respect Mm -hmm. and i think probably manny feels the same way too Um, all right. And then they show us on the fire scene and the fire scene is long because it bounces. This is where everybody comes together. Uh So we Uh bounce back and forth between like Sharon and Vince and, you know, the con team and, um, the Jake and Eve and, everybody just it bounces back and forth a lot Mm -hmm. um this one's really long but it starts with sharon and vince debating how they're going to handle it and i loved this because we know they're married Mm -hmm. so this could get very tense very easily and sharon like presents one plan that she's already put into action and vince is very much like well i would have done this and this but Mm -hmm. you're in charge and she goes i am and that's the end of it. <laughs> and I loved it.
0: Well, um, and it's just, it shows like, I'm sorry, married couples can work together and it can, it can be fine. Like it can work mm-hmm.
1: and they don't have to make it a whole big issue and deal. Right. Exactly. They can keep those lines separated mm-hmm. and still respect each other at home and at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I loved that. I thought that was great. Um and then they kind of agree that, based on the outcomes of the fire, they're going to go ahead and start evacuations. And Sharon gives that task to Vince, who hates it because he says, "You know people around here won't want to leave their homes." Uh-huh. Um, and she kind of flirts with them a little bit. She's like, "Well, I know you're very persuasive, um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which is cute. And so that's where we kind of leave them. We go back to the three rock crew. They're cutting line and getting tired. And Manny is trying to be encouraging um and then we go back to town so this is what i'm saying it kind of hops a lot we get to vince kind of following through on that evacuation order and he gets gabriella to help him out this is another mention of maya (laughs) he's like can you tell maya to close the bar because people are either going to uh get out or they're going to go drinking and we Uh want them to get out not drink (laughs) Uh so so, and then gabriella says well what else can i do can we do to help and he's Uh like just stay out of harm's way and you can see on gabriella's face She doesn't really like that answer. She's like, not at all. That's not good enough. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to do something. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that that's, like, her response is, like, no, that's, I want to help. Like, Mm -hmm. let me do something. I've lived here for five months, and I've really come to quite enjoy this town. What can I do to help it? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I love that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, we go back to Jake and Eve further up on the mountain. Um Vince was afraid that fire was going to get into Miller Canyon, so apparently once it gets into Miller Canyon, it's like a straight shot to the town. And so he sends Jake and Eve up to confirm whether or not it's gotten into Miller Canyon. Oh. They can see that it is in Miller Canyon, they confirm that, it's moving quick towards town. And then when they by the time they go to leave, they're like surrounded by spot fires. And then Jake steps in a stump hole. Which I didn't know that was a thing. No. But Uh -uh. he steps in a stump hole and catches on fire. Uh, (sighs) And Eve, like, gets it put out, but it melted his boots. So she's like, Can you walk? And he's like, Yes. So they try to leave, but as they're leaving, a tree falls and it falls on Jake and like traps his legs. Which, how
0: Jake remained so calm during this, I don't know, because I was,
1: I don't either. Right. Like, wow. I mean, that was like a lot to happen uh-huh. to him in like a short amount of uh-huh. time and his boots melted. Uh-huh. I would be freaking out just because my boots uh-huh. melted. <laughs> like what? Uh-huh. Crazy. Um, Yeah. So now that's the situation we're in. Um, That's sort of like very stressful. Uh, yeah. All right. So then that takes us back to vince and sharon who are again debating on what to do and i i love scenes where they do like people debate decisions because it's just Uh interesting and they decide to do a backburn and they work together so well to get to that decision again we love seeing a married couple like actually work together
0: yeah and it's it's that he just he respects her opinion because i'm sorry in so many shows too there is still a lot of sexism in Uh higher up parts of being a firefighter in that ladder and so for him to, for his wife to be above him in the food chain, even though he knows he's a third generation firefighter, he still respects her background and her decision. Mm-hmm. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's one of those things of like, should see it more. It shouldn't be a
1: surprise, but is it? Yes. But do I enjoy it? Absolutely. He trusts that she's good at her job mm-hmm. as he should. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they decided to do a backburn, which they don't really tell us what a backburn is at that mm-hmm. point in time. But then that gets us back to Manny and the Three Rocks crew um and he's he tells them that they're going to move locations and cut lines somewhere else and freddie like throws a temper tantrum because he's hot and he's hungry and he's Mm -hmm. tired and he needs a break Mm -hmm. um and manny threatens to send him back to prison if he doesn't stand up and get to work and so bodie kind of steps in because like Mm -hmm. he likes freddie he doesn't want Mm -hmm. freddie to go back to prison Mm -hmm. uh and he kind (laughs) of talks to him builds him up gives him his energy bars and uh you know then all the rest of the inmates give uh-huh. them give freddie their energy bar which that was cute
2: uh-huh.
1: and then freddie <laughs> freddie gets up and he gets back to work uh-huh. um uh-huh. and like bodie tells him like think of the food truck <laughs> uh-huh. which was cute um so they start to move locations and then even jake come over the radio and so manny kind of stops so he can listen
2: uh-huh.
1: and um that like earlier they spotted even jake passing them like going up the uh-huh. mountain um, and so, you know, Bodhi points out that it was probably them, uh-huh. you know, that are up there on the mountain and that they should go and help them. And Manny's like, no, Cal Fire is sending a rescue team, you know, and and he, Manny, can't leave the convicts alone. Like he uh-huh. has to stay with them.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and so Bodhi like grabs a chainsaw and he's like, well, I'm going to go help him. And Manny is like, if you go up there, I'm sending you back to prison. Like we're not having this shit, you know, like uh-huh. you're not going to just question me and do whatever you want. And then Bodhi quotes the 10s and 18s, which I'm sure in that moment, Manny was like, Uh I have created a monster.
0: (laughs) Also, can I just shout out to Max in that scene? Because that was a very, very good scene of him just kind of hauling the saw over his shoulder. And I'm like,
1: "Uh it was a very good scene. It was a very Uh good scene. I mean, first of all, he looked good. Uh second of all he performed that scene very well Uh um and i liked the tension between him and manny and like the fact that manny was like mad but it was like you could tell it was also there was like a little bit of like respect there where it was
0: it's once again uh showing him the man he wants to be and so Uh even he could die going up there by himself but to help people
1: out he's gonna go do it yep so anyway he quotes the 10s and 18s um back Uh to manny and then he leaves. He walks away. He goes up to help. Um, so then we uh get back to Vince, uh, who finds, like, they've changed where they're going to do the backburn, you know. And when they get there, Gabriella and some other people from the town are there cutting line.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: he's like, what is going on here? And Gabriella's like, we're helping. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, <laughs> you're not helping. She's like, well, we're not going to leave. So we can stand here and be in your way. Or we can help. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and so <laughs> Vince tells her she doesn't know what she's doing. And then she goes on this like speech where she's like, My dad made me get up and move my ass and cut line and clear debris. Uh-huh. um She says, I'll follow orders except for leaving. She's uh-huh. like, I'm not following that order. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, girl, you go. Uh-huh. I loved it. Uh-huh. Um, and then she says, Jake and Eve are stuck on Harrison Ridge. I'm terrified. I need to do something, please um and so he he kind of lets her stay he's like all right it's if you're gonna work that's fine uh-huh. um and then we see the scene where Bodhi catches up to even Jake and he's like covered his face with like you know the little mask thing uh-huh. so they can't see him um and he cuts up the tree they get Jake out from under it but now they're surrounded by fire and there's no time to escape like, so they
0: literally a like, ring of fire like, yeah I my heart was pounding during that
1: It was scary. Uh Like, it was so intense. Uh And it
0: was everywhere. Uh Um, It's one thing from, like, other shows where if it's, like, a structural fire, like, within a building, this is forest that goes on mm -hmm. for you can't even see how far. Mm -hmm. And you're just surrounded by fire. And it's just, like, talking about it now,
1: I'm giving myself a faster heart rate. Well, and, like, you can see their faces are, like, flushed and sort of, like, burnt a little Mm -hmm. bit, too. Mm -hmm. Like, just from being around the heat. Mm Mm-hmm. it was intense Uh um but then they eve says like we're gonna have to use our fire shelters and jake realizes he doesn't have his pack anymore Uh because he lost it Uh and so bodie like basically jumps on him and pulls jake like under his fire Uh shelter with him um and because you know he remembered that you need to be under it within seconds so Uh he's like he had to move quick um and basically saves jake's life and they're not crispies they're not crispies which is always good (laughs) Uh Uh um and then we go back to the three rocks crew where they're cutting line in the area where they're going to do the backburns basically a backburn is that they um start they cut line and then start a small fire so that when the big fire hits the small fire there's no fuel left to burn Uh which is interesting so Uh i guess that's what a backburn is Uh um and then they so and then they show them like Freddie's really excited about it he's like yeah we did it now what mm-hmm. um which was cute and then vince uses a flare to start the fire mm-hmm. um which was cool that was a really cool like shot of like the flares yeah
0: because it's like it hurts your brain kind of thing like everything we know about fires it's like you're using fire to stop fire <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> like oh that's, I didn't think that's, that's how it normally worked, but it makes sense but it, it was just still really cool to see him shoot off that flare gun into
1: the fire yeah well, it is sort of like inverted thinking, right It's like mm-hmm. I guess to stop a bigger fire mm-hmm. you start a smaller one that way you control where the fire stops
2: mm-hmm. right
1: So it is interesting to think about it because um, like I said we don't see that on any other show. It's just mm-hmm. like this is how they do it mm-hmm. you know they're in a city they're like trying to save a building or it's different um yeah so then though we get to the most dramatic part of the episode we cut back to even Jake and Bodhi
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the you, the fire's burned up around them everything's like gray and white they've all survived and they get out from under their shelters and Bodhi like reveals who he is and then they're all like wait Bodhi like both of them even Jake are both like it's Bodie, and he like immediately punches Jake in the face. <laughs> There's like no preamble, it's just no. like bam. Uh-huh. Um, and then Eve is like in the middle from that point on, she just keeps trying to break it up and break uh-huh. it up. Uh-huh. Um, and then you find out, which Eve didn't even know this, that Jake dated Riley and then dumped her. And Eve was like, You were hooking up with Riley? Uh-huh. Um, and so the night of the accident. Bodhi went to pick her up from Jake's place. Um, and when I guess as they were leaving, she tried to get out of the car to go back and talk to Jake again. And uh-huh. when Bodhi reached out to stop her, he lost control of the car. Uh-huh. And that's how the accident happened. So Riley died in the car accident, but Bodhi survived. And he says to Jake, it's my fault she died, but it's on you that she died with a broken heart. Mm-hmm. And then for extra measure, he throws in. You know, I met your girlfriend. By the way, does she know what kind of guy you are? Then there's a whole new set of punches. <laughs> yeah, of which
0: I mean, to be quite honest, I don't think that's something Jake has probably talked about with Gabriella.
1: Mm-mm. I. You know what? I don't even think I don't think that Vince and Sharon even know no, about that part of it. I don't. Bodie has probably kept that close to his chest for years. Well,
0: yeah, because I mean. As his own form of penance, he just he like he's made himself suffer, and he doesn't mm-hmm. he didn't want probably anybody else to be put underneath that except for mm-hmm. him because it it was his fault in quotation marks
1: that right. she died right. And then uh, Jake says, "Man, what are you even doing here?" And this was like the line that made me gasp. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Bodhi says, "I came to save your life. I wasn't gonna let you die a hero." And I was like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. that was uh, ouch." Mm-hmm um yeah and of course right after that is when the rescue chopper shows up you know uh-huh. um so yes that was a very dramatic scene uh and then it shows there's a sweet scene of sharon and vince talking after the fire sharon's like i'll keep the convicts on patrol but uh-huh. fire is 60 percent contained so they should just have to clean up tomorrow and uh-huh. it'll be fine um and she they know that they found jake but they don't really know how he is or like uh-huh. what happened uh-huh um and so i love this conversation where vince is like you know what i want and she goes a dozer could it be a dozer i think after today i can pull some strings Mm -hmm. and he's like that would be great thank you but right now i just want to take a little drive around town and look at everything we saved and she says a victory lap and he goes more like a reminder of everything that matters and i was like the
0: moment vince says that line i mean it's really good if you I mean that's not the whole point of a show is to get like quotable lines from it but this uh, there are many quotable lines in this show but like that one alone is just like oof like it you feel it in your soul a bit that as a third generation fireman of a small town this town means everything to him
1: I know and it's just it.
0: it like like I said it wraps around
1: your heart because he cares and you feel I that. loved it so like I love Sharon and Vince like I, uh-huh. I need them to be happy forever uh-huh. I love them uh-huh. so much I will protect them with all that I uh-huh. have um uh-huh. it's just such a sweet moment and then they walk off together and uh-huh. it's really cute uh-huh. um then we cut to Manny and Gabriella and I loved this scene uh-huh. um where like you know she's she comes up to her dad and she's like I get why you do this and he's like you shouldn't be here go home Uh she said well i'm waiting to hear from jake and he's like our crew's got him seriously go home Uh i'll call you Uh and tell you if i find out anything um and then she just says i'm gonna stay and he thinks she means like the fire scene Uh and then she clarifies, she's like no i'm not going to florida i'm gonna stay here uh and she tells him today i was a part of something and it felt amazing which uh that's sweet uh, but he's like he hates it he's like you cut line for one day and all of a sudden you want to throw your whole career away is this about jake and she's like no this is about me i wish i think we did miss the conversation earlier earlier in the episode she talked about jake asks her like what she wants and she's uh-huh. just like more I, uh-huh. you know she doesn't really know uh-huh. but she's not getting it from diving Uh and so i think you know this is sort of like indicating like she thinks she's on the right track now like Uh she wants this town she wants to be a part of it she wants to help
2: Uh
1: um and so then manny oh man i love manny (laughs) this got me so good Uh where he's like i put you in diving when you were a little girl because i liked the idea of you being surrounded by water and then he says fire burns everything up but water saves it and i was Uh like he loves
0: her so much like i said he's got those inspirational speeches even though i don't agree with it in this case let your dot let your adult daughter do what she wants to do like let her do that right but still
1: very good inspirational emotional speech there sir no well he the way he like loves her is what got me like you know i understand she she needs to make her choices for herself but like at the same time i just love the way he just wants her to be safe like how Mm -hmm. passionate he is about like do something that's safe that's going to keep you uh-huh. safe where you're far away from fire uh-huh. because he knows the toll it takes you know uh-huh. i loved that and uh-huh. he tells her it's your ticket out and she's like i don't need saving and i don't want out and uh-huh. i'm like oh uh-huh. all right girl uh-huh. um and then get, jake calls and she walks away so that's going to be an interesting thing to see develop and i'm very curious to see like what path Gabriella chooses for herself. Cause right now she's in like a state of flux, right? Like she doesn't know what she wants uh-huh. to do. She pretty much thinks that like she's done with diving because she's not getting the same joy from it uh-huh. that she used to get, right? Uh-huh. So she's trying to find herself and find what she wants to do. So I'm curious to see where they take that uh-huh. and like what she lands on. Uh-huh. It'll be interesting. Um, Then we cut to a really like, inspirational motivational emotional moment of like the con crew walking through town and everybody with posters and applauding them Mm -hmm. and freddie's like they're thanking the firefighters and Corey goes no they're thanking you you're a firefighter now
0: you just going through the scene is like making me teary-eyed again because it's it's one of those things again that you know you don't know if it actually happened Honestly, I highly doubt, I don't really know if that honestly happens in real life with these firefighters who are from the prisons go do that work, but it's like, it's hundred percent what they deserve. They put their
1: life on the line to help no, protect the town. They did. And like, you want to say, okay, they're in prison. They kind of have to, but they don't, they choose uh-huh. to be a part of that program.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Like, yes, it helps them out and they uh-huh. get benefit from it. But like we said earlier, it's really, if you think about it, not that much of a benefit so you know they they Uh choose to be there yeah and that's a brave thing no matter who you Uh are Uh or what you've done or where you've been Uh so yeah i mean i think they deserve it uh then we get to the hospital which this is where it starts to get interesting Uh uh eve runs into sharon uh who's come by to check on eve and jake And thank the convict who saved Jake because she's heard about that. Mm -hmm. And then Eve asks where Vince is, and she says he's on his way. So immediately you're like, wait, why does Eve want to know where Vince is? Mm -hmm. Like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And then Eve says, Sharon, he's back. And you're like, okay, Sharon and Vince know Mm Bodie. Like immediately you're like, Like, but how do they know Bodie? Like, but how? Well, what's the connection? Because in your in my brain, I'm still thinking like, all right. So we established that Riley was dating Jake, but mm-hmm. like, was Bodie like the best friend that was like yeah. in love with her? Was it like, you know, were they friends? Was it like, were they related? Is yeah. it like what it was just that? maybe was Bodie, just maybe this troubled kid that was a part of?
0: Because no offense, a lot of the times you'll have like these
1: friend right. groups where well, right, yeah. and they could have been just like a really you know close mm-hmm. friend group of like mm-hmm. four people, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't know, um. And then Sharon basically, like, runs for Bodie's room. And you can mm-hmm. hear Manny right before she walks in telling him that, like, a bus is coming to take him back to the prison that he came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they'll, you know, giving him orders, like, you're basically going back to jail. Because mm-hmm. he he walked away. He, he didn't do what he was supposed mm-hmm. to. Do. Um, and then Sharon basically orders Manny out of the room. And mm-hmm. Manny's like, are you sure? Is everything okay? And she's like, just give us the room.
0: Yeah, which... This the sense that I originally got from that was like oh she's really mad at him she really still hates him a little bit like for with no other context other than seeing her race to that room and be like Manny get the fuck out basically Right. like right. I thought she was gonna give Bodhi a piece of her mind it's what she was gonna do
1: right well that is not what happened for no, sure no and then when they're alone like her uh-huh. face just totally changes and it's beautiful like Diane Farr well and you could see like emotionally like her shoulders drop i know her whole body diane Farr is so good like this whole episode i was so so impressed with her and in love with sharon um i mean and you know we had a little interaction with her on instagram because i don't know if you saw it but there was um a post that she did about a scene where she's having to use a lot of jargon Mm -hmm. and she was talking about how it was very anxiety inducing for her Mm -hmm. because she couldn't get it like they did Uh so many they did like she said they did like 10 takes and normally she's a two take kind of girl is what Uh she said but she just couldn't get it and she felt like she was holding everything up and it was starting to stress her out and so she was curious if like that showed at all in in her performance Uh -uh. and that's when I that's when I like I put that on our story and I was like absolutely not that did not show in your performance you were amazing the whole episode Uh um and I just wanted her to know that. Like she everything about her, especially in this scene, was like committed to the character. Yeah. And right. I mean,
0: I've watched Diane far and quite a few other things. I know she's been on quite a few TV shows, movie, like stuff around. I've seen her and stuff, but to get her to see her shine in this role has been phenomenal. And I, I cannot wait to see more. Oh my gosh, I love her.
1: But I mean, her entire Person uh-huh. changed, like from top to bottom. Everything about her changed when they were alone, and then you could see Bodhi getting emotional too. Like he had tears in his eyes. Uh-huh. It was just like a very like overwhelming moment uh-huh. for me watching too. Uh, uh-huh. Even on rewatch, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry." Uh-huh. um And you didn't even know why at that point because <laughs> uh-huh. it's just like nonverbal staring. Uh-huh. And then he goes, "Hi, mom."
0: I was like, and then a meet, immediate- and they like chills down my spine as soon as you said that. But my jaw dropped, <laughs> seeing with hearing that and seeing because yeah, it, it's like that was
1: not what I expected, like at I'm, all. Like what? What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's his mom, and so they hug, and that hug was so good. And I was like, uh-huh. I love them already. I've just, oh my gosh, um, so so satisfying. <laughs> but it was like a twist that you're like, what? Uh huh. Uh-huh. that that's that's their relationship uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then vince walks up behind them and you can tell he's sort of like standing back he's not really as like giving himself to the moment as uh-huh. sharon is uh-huh. and there seems to be some tension there oh yeah and he just says bodie what the hell are you doing here and then the credits roll yeah I'm which like,
0: i mean from that brief oh. scene like you can maybe get the sense that obviously we'll still need to hear more about like riley's relationship in all of this because we still we haven't been given solidified details yet we're right just making assumptions but right. if it, it does in fact end up being that riley is Bodie's sister you definitely get the sense that obviously she died but maybe she was definitely like vince was like in the dad daughter relationship they oh, were yeah. very close
1: she and was a daddy's girl it's,
0: yeah. And then that yeah. Sharon and then uh, Bodhi were the two like it's it, which that any family dynamic, it can always be different from that. Mm-hmm. But you still can get that vibe sometimes that yeah. if the mom and the son can be really close and then the dad and the daughter can be really close. And that's kind of the
1: vibe I kind of got. So yeah, cool. I definitely think that whatever tension is there comes from either from riley or depending on what happened after riley it could Mm -hmm. come from something from that Mm -hmm. but i definitely do think riley was his sister i think that makes the most sense with Mm -hmm. the clues that we were given yeah um you know so i i feel like that's definitely where this is headed um but man that twist at the end was great and now i'm Uh super curious about where this is going to go from here Uh um but I already love Vince, Sharon, and Bodie as a family. Like I've known them two <sighs> seconds, and I no. just want to protect them with my life. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. I, I'm so excited to learn more about like the family they used to be, the family they you know could be again. Well, and it's too. It's like obviously with Bodie choosing to be a part of
0: this program, he would have been the next generation of like being a firefighter. And you know, leading into this, what was what were the like before everything had happened with O'Reilly, Vince was probably thinking my son's gonna take over for me one day. Mm-hmm. And then so for it to all come back now, like what the hell? But what in the hell, buddy, what are you doing back here? And it's just
1: like, oh, I just I want to know more like immediately. Me too. I'm so oh my god. I'm so excited for the second episode and to like mm-hmm. find out more and whatever they decide to tell us. Cause obviously this is not the type of show that's gonna give you all the information no. up front. Right. No. So we're gonna i have a feeling they're gonna slowly reveal information about this like all season you know i feel like it's just gonna be every episode we'll get a few more pieces of the puzzle Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i'm excited to see how they all come together i'm Mm -hmm. excited to see like where these characters go what choices they make Mm -hmm. um what happens Mm -hmm. um you know we do have like an episode description for episode two already it's called the uh, Fresh Prince of Edgewater, is the name, of the <laughs> uh, which I think is really funny. And then, let's see if I can find the uh, description. Which I mean, in the
0: meantime, we can still I can highlight a few of the tweets that everybody was so kind enough after I posted, you know, saying we were recording this Sunday. Definitely, people had some thoughts about Fire Country <clears> too. <throat> um, so, from Twitter, we have Sibby which uh she they said i liked it but there is some room for improvement that i think they will do in the upcoming episode coming from the perspective of someone living in a town that experiences wildfires little things like people in town saying they can smell the fires or see the haze uh because it's a result of obviously living so close to the fires um it's little components like that you know i think obviously there's a lot that you you can put in a pilot but there's always going to be little stuff that you know you you still need to move dialogue forward and little things like that it's gonna be hard but you know with upcoming episodes obviously I think that'll still play a little bit more as we kind of maybe get to meet more of the town people
1: oh yeah I definitely think the further we get into Mm -hmm. it the Mm -hmm. more we're gonna get um sort of that information not just about the firefighters but about the town itself Mm -hmm. I think they kind of have to start slow with like Mm -hmm. here are the first characters you should Mm -hmm. care about and then as the world expands, exactly will be introduced to exactly. more of them. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's yeah. right. There, but there is, I mean, I like the perspective that she has. And uh-huh. it'll be an interesting experience for her uh-huh. watching the show since she knows so much about it, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's going to be interesting. So, Sibby, you're going to have to, like, keep us updated uh-huh. with how you feel about the show uh-huh. as it goes uh-huh. along. Because you have experience that we don't. Mm-hmm. yeah because i'm sorry i'm uh, from the midwest none of this happens here so no yeah i don't i I mean we have like there are mountainous areas in north carolina and we have had some wildfires over the past couple of years uh-huh. but it's not a normal occurrence for me yeah. um so it's definitely not you know um okay so here we go fresh prince of edgewater um this airs friday october 14th and it says the Fresh Prince of Edgewater after Bodie requests to be transferred to a different city, his future in Edgewater hangs in the balance. Meanwhile, the crew joins forces to protect the town from a treacherous storm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh-huh. Like a storm that is. I'm intrigued. Um, but obviously I guess that means he could stick around in Edgewater so the sending him back to prison must Which, be out the window. Yeah, because
0: I, I remember seeing in the promo like Sharon said, I just got my son back and so it's right. I, she's not going to let him go that easily. <laughs> clearly,
1: right? Yeah, I think uh, speculation, but I feel like he's going to end up deciding to stay. Yeah, uh, but it looks like it is up to him though, like yeah. whether yeah. he goes or whether he stays. Um, but I isn't... also wanted to highlight the few other
0: people from Twitter of Megan. Yeah, go on. Sorry. So uh, she said, "Pilot was so good as someone from a small town. I knew he was going to be intertwined." Uh, with jake and eve and sharon and vince but i was not expecting him to be sharon and vince's son which then the you know like oh my gosh like the little emoji with the, <laughs> the
1: emoji the with
0: your hands on your the face, the face going like hands oh, on face emoji, basically and then uh which would make him riley's brother which then holy hell that's good tv which yeah i'm gonna i might honestly yeah. want to put that in the description holy hell that was good tv it really was good tv <laughs> Um, that's good TV. And then we had just Marcy Reynolds of saying, just loved it, very intense. Loved the twist at the end, which once again, the fact that you can surprise me, I always enjoy a good pilot that will surprise me like that. Because it's, I mean, I enjoy letting my brain figure it out and not being surprised. But when you can surprise me, that's what really sticks it for me.
1: Mm Hmm. mm Hmm. mm Hmm. I know. I loved the way that they like slowly wove all the characters Mm -hmm, together. mm -hmm. It was very good. It's very brilliant. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. So I also have an email, like the rest of Helene's email Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. read. Was that all the people from Twitter? Yep. Oh, yay! Twitter people. Okay. So let me. Here we go. Okay. So this is the rest of Helene's email. Um, she said this was the best pilot I have seen in a long time Um, she said it may be a new firefighter show but it is nothing like the firefighter shows we've seen so far I love that it is set in a small town and not a big city I love the focus on forest fires it has potential for some epic rescues Um, and then she said but most of all the characters have already grabbed my heart especially Vince Sharon and of course Bodie I'm a sucker for a guilt-ridden man Oh, a guilt written main character with a big heart. And Max Tyriot played it perfectly. And yes, the scruffy, gorgeous face and baby blue eyes and fondness for t shirts uh-huh. a size too small uh-huh. definitely don't hurt. Uh-huh. My friend Katie calls that a medium shirt, <laughs> <laughs> which I loved because he's yeah. definitely wearing a medium shirt. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> oh um also that brief scene with gabriella big chemistry i'm going to need more of them and uh-huh. Bodie's grins asap please and thank you um and then she says vince and sharon are goals they work together sharon being vince's boss and it's not a problem they keep personal and professional life separated and even if they don't agree on a professional level they still support each other nobody resents anybody it's refreshing uh-huh. um and then i i highlighted this too because i feel this girl um she said i definitely look forward to more much more and friday nights have become that much more exciting and then she says it feels good to it it's good to feel excited about a new show again and to not dread the next episode Uh that's definitely uh, intended as a jab at fire Uh which girl i can relate Uh um yeah so that was her thoughts and i agree with Uh her thoughts completely i loved it Uh i I do I do love that like not only is Max Teria very handsome, but like he wears those shirts that are like real snug on the peck area. <laughs> also
0: for the it's fact hilarious. that they he play he
1: lets himself play like an
0: emotional character too. Cause once again, in oh, Danny Drean, yeah. guys have emotions too. Like let let guys cry he was crying by the end like I love it's it's, it's a true emotion that many
1: people have so let people have them on screen great oh it was so good like I I wanted so many things from this show and it Uh gave me every single one of them Uh and more Uh so like I because we followed the press materials and I knew from the press materials that most likely Vince and Sharon were going to be like married because they had Uh the same last name Uh and we knew somehow that Manny and um gabriella were related but we weren't quite sure what Uh -uh. that connection was but i realized looking through the press materials they never gave bodie a last name and i should have known that that was significant because like everybody else has a last name (laughs) Uh but i didn't even think about it um so it's, it's very interesting um but it did it get it delivered Mm-hmm. on so many
2: levels mm-hmm. um
1: I am in I'm so in it mm-hmm. gets like five mm-hmm. out of five stars for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved it I loved it a lot mm-hmm. so
0: I mean clearly we had a fun time talking about it so as we said we're going to continue watching it however <laughs> with me tweeting live tweeting along with this last episode that unfortunately won't be happening for this upcoming second episode but I still I think when I get back home I'm gonna live tweet it so I'll still try and figure out a day that works for it best but sadly it's for a good reason I'm not gonna be able to (laughs) because what we're actually gonna do is I'm gonna get to see Logan in person for like the first time ever which is exciting and I'm just, it, it's a really good occasion, but also we'll take plenty of photos so you can see us actually being in the same room for once. But that also means, like I said, not going to be able to live tweet it, but I will write to schedule a day, probably like maybe that Sunday where I can watch the episode along with you all and then live tweet my thoughts as it goes yeah. through that.
1: Yeah. And yeah, we won't be able, I won't either from my personal account, mm-hmm. and I won't really be on the Instagram either because we'll both be out of out Uh of town Uh Uh (laughs) together Uh Uh (laughs) um so that's gonna be it's a really exciting reason to not be able to do something for the Uh pod Uh um yes and not only that but we're gonna be meeting some other people that we've been really wanting to meet Uh for a while so it's Uh gonna be good it's gonna be a good weekend and i cannot wait Uh Uh, that does mean though that you know obviously the content on our socials is gonna be a little slower than normal but yeah for good reason for good reason but
0: after the second episode it will return to normal for uh, with the third episode so just be ready for that but wanted to give you guys a heads up because we are we're clearly very excited we're gonna keep covering it it's just you know real life man kind of i takes a little bit more importance for the next week or so
1: yes correct that is correct but yeah I'm oh my gosh so so excited about the future of the show like uh-huh. I think it has so much potential uh-huh. it can tell so many stories uh-huh. um, and really dive deep into some issues that like media needs to explore and I hope uh-huh. it does uh-huh. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes from here uh-huh. uh, and I feel like CBS has like A good investment in it too like I feel like they want it to succeed Uh um and so hopefully that means good things Uh um I'm just I'm so excited I'm so ready to like meet new characters and Uh fall in love with these new people and this new town and Uh Yeah. And I got to say, I got the same rush watching them all pile into the rigs and the footage of the rigs mm-hmm. driving that I always get when I, you mm-hmm. know, at the height of my Chicago Fire mm-hmm. love, like that rush that you get mm-hmm. seeing everybody pile into the rigs. It mm-hmm. made me so happy. And I'm mm-hmm. just glad to have that back. Mm-hmm. Bodie to me, um, I've told this to a couple of people. He seems like a combination of Wyatt Logan and Matt Casey to me. I can see and I, I am here for that because mm-hmm. those are my two favorite characters mm-hmm. from television. Um, and if that's how he is and what he turns out to be, I'm just going to be so in love with him. I'm mm-hmm. um, so, I'm just, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Give me mm-hmm. more right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as we're within our last couple of minutes of this episode, which we're likely going to sh- honestly put into two different parts because talked about Chicago one Chicago for so long and fire country for so long. you're going to get two episodes most likely in a in a week's time so be prepared for this to still come out on Tuesday and then just worth work without with working well with the time frame (laughs) we have this upcoming week we'll make sure to try I think this should be able to drop on Thursday so before the episode so it's it's perfect yes perfect yeah but yeah what brought you joy in the last couple weeks Logan
1: Uh, um oh um I know it's a tough uh, question but what just some. well <laughs> uh I mean I will say I'm still getting joy from the rookie like I uh-huh. last week's episode Thank was you. so good uh-huh. and I've loved live tweeting it. I've been live tweeting that for ladies uh-huh. night um on on Sunday nights which I will do again tonight and uh-huh. it's been so much fun uh-huh. um good. I solid season five thus far oh my gosh last episode with nyla like coming out of the birthing pool with a gun like what that was so awesome Uh i was blown away i loved it so much so Uh i can't wait for tonight um because it's sunday and it's rookie Uh i'm so excited Uh um yeah so i'm still really getting a lot of joy out of the rookie Uh
0: so for me i think you'll be really happy to hear it that i ordered the book accidentally amy because you know this week was shit for Chicago yeah, Fire. This week, well, and I need some positive shit. Hakami vibes because yes. I, I need something happy. And as you said, you, you kind of get that vibe from them. So it, that's going to be my happy place for this week. So. <gasps> oh, I'm so
1: excited. I hope you love it. It is. I mean, it's, like, probably... even the cover is very Hakami. Yeah. Like, I, oh my God, I was blown away when she posted that cover. I was like, oh, uh-huh, yes, uh-huh. I love this. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I mean, I posted a gif of them and like tagged the author Lynn Painter uh-huh. and she was like oh my god I was like I know uh-huh. so uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not totally off base when I say uh-huh. that because like she liked it uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah I'm so glad you're reading it and I hope you'll tell me like yeah. when you finish like how you feel oh about I've been it. started it's coming tomorrow
0: and Monday oh, yeah. the okay but so yeah as for me traveling I wanted a good book while I'm traveling so yes I just, you know I like I said I needed something happy after this week of chicago fire so it was that that's my bright spot of joy is that's coming to me tomorrow and yay! i'm hopefully gonna start i'm well not hopefully i am gonna start it this week and it's, i'm gonna leave in that little happy bubble so
1: yay okay good well you'll have to let me know what you think when I won't. you finish it I won't. um that's exciting um yes definitely good hakami vibes we need mm-hmm. now because we are going to ignore that ending no it does it happen. not happen no nope. should not Didn't speak happen. of it okay. No. Nope 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 but anyway uh i guess it's time to go mm-hmm. we've reached closing time mm-hmm. and we're being kicked out and we don't know if we're being kicked out by herman or maya but it's one of the two yeah there's we'll there's this interdimensional
0: door between the two where we can hop from one to the correct. other
1: correct <laughs> just whatever coast we want to be on yeah. we'll be there yeah we yep. didn't see the full bar um, there's a
0: there's a little pet door in the back that takes us to chicago immediately i don't know how it works but it
1: does yeah i don't i mean me either it's magic and magic Mm -hmm. is science so that's Mm -hmm. fine Mm -hmm. um but last call so we'll have to go and we will Mm -hmm. see you guys next time Mm -hmm. actually well you guys will see us twice in one week Mm -hmm. tuesday and thursday double Mm -hmm. dose Mm -hmm. um so that'll be fun
0: (laughs) even more time if you haven't seen fire country yet go watch fire country go watch it yes before thursday which is when our episode goes up yeah but seriously you'll have time to watch the episode before friday before the next one because it's still it's exciting it's a good show we're excited for it and we think you will be
1: too yes and we are going to be here talking about it every Mm -hmm. two weeks yep so join us Mm -hmm. have a fun conversation Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) bye logan (laughs) bye kim i'll see you in person soon i know Bye. Bye.